Lou, and we are two cousins in the Bay Area that film a podcast all about healing in our lives, and we are welcoming you here today. We're so excited that you're here with us. Yes. Welcome to our lucky number seventh episode. I know. We're so happy that you're here. Yes. Um, Before we get started, we're just going to set some expectations for the day. Um, Our expectations are for ourselves. Um, You're welcome to follow them if you'd like, but these are more so just for us and what we want to bring to the table every episode. Uh, Starting off with all are welcome, show up and be authentic, and say whatever the fuck you want. Word. And we, (laughs) she has a middle finger up right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about it. (laughs) Do it. Yes. But yeah, we just, we want this to be a place of healing and warmth for people, so... Welcome to our journey. Welcome to our community. Yes, welcome. Today's episode is um, titled, If You Wanted To, You Would. Yes. Um, Theme of our last couple weeks. Wow, yeah. Um, And we have a quote, like always, that we're going to start off with. Yes. We can't repair in the absence of responsibility. Period. I remember I read that a couple weeks back. And it really resonated with me. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's hella true. Like, if you don't take responsibility for your part in things, like, you can't repair. No. Because you have to be able to say... Internally or externally. Right. You have to say, this was me. If you just blame other people, I just... You're never going to Sometimes you are really the problem. leap over it. Sometimes right? we are the problem. Because Sometimes I am the problem. Even if someone else does something to you, you allow them to treat like that, so you are still at fault to some degree. Yeah, like because you didn't set boundaries. Because you allowed them into your life, right? For sure. The first like, time, a... shame on them. The second time, shame on you. Yeah. Third time, fuck. No, my <laughs> <laughs> Love that song. Say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, the third time, fuck you. Um. So, yeah. I love yeah, that one. I love that. We can't remember. Was that from Marky Mark? Of course it was. Mark Groves, baby. We love, love Mark him. Groves. I literally listen to Mark Groves every single That's day. That's Lindsay's boyfriend. I love him. She wishes. I don't wish because he has a girlfriend. If he was single, and I'm though. seeing somebody. If, but but if, if you're both single and the, the cards just were right, Mark is it would be on. an amazing human and someone who, honestly, his course on discovering wholeness changed your life literally changed my life changed your entire direction seriously changed my viewpoint on things changed my understanding brought me so much clarity and peace about myself healing Mm -hmm. it was which is like why i wanted to start this podcast i'm like i want everyone to feel like this (laughs) (laughs) no literally it's so true i love it um a little history on me and lou um, are, so basically we're going to talk mostly about commitments today, um, internal, external, and then like third party boundaries within all of that. But part of our title, right, being if you wanted to, you would, we want to talk to you a little bit about like us because me and Lou really struggled with being women of our word. And that's something we say a lot now is like, we're women of our word. Yeah. Um, she inspired me to follow that direction because like, me being sporadic, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> uh, my ass, just I'm just so flaky. Like I'm so hard to make plans with, and I've really tried to like redirect that course. And I just have kind of like, how do I like I cl- I've kind of like put people like in classes in mm-hmm. a way, right? Like I've learned how to like restructure it. So my closest friends are always gonna be people that like if I make a plan with them, I'm gonna follow through. And then with my other friends um, that I'm still cool with, but I don't know like when I can, I'll just be a hella real. Like, you know what? Let me just make time. I'm going to make time for you. I just don't know when. And I don't want to give yeah. you a date because I don't know if that's actually going to work out for me because I might not be in the headspace because I have a lot going on that week. So give me a couple weeks to make it work. And uh, that this is all like a new thing. So I'm still working out the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just a little bit about me and like where I stand. Yeah. Going into like if you wanted to you would because it's true if I really wanted to hang out with someone I would so for sure and for me like I find a lot of I've realized I find a lot of comfort um 
being by myself. Yeah. Because, like we talked about last week or a couple weeks ago, I have a hard time being vulnerable and opening up to people and letting people in. So if I know that like the plans that I have with somebody is going to put me in a position to be vulnerable, then I oftentimes would cancel or like just not show up if like to like group events. Yes. Like just not show up because I'm like, yeah, they won't notice if I'm not there and not say anything and about it. they always notice. And they always notice because I mean, when you, when you say something, we're conditioned as humans to believe Say what someone says. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't always be like, oh, well, they're probably not going to do it. Right. And don't always just, like, say yes. For sure. That's something else that has been huge for me yeah. to realize. I always... I was such a people pleaser. Yes. Because I wanted outside validation so bad. And so I would. I would say yes to everybody. But then I would overcommit myself. And then I'd be burnt out. And then I would just not yes. show up to things. Yeah, I've learned, like, <laughs> instead of saying yes, I just say I'll try. Or I legitimately... Like, I can't. Say no now. Like, sorry. Or I'm, I'm like, I don't have time in my schedule for that. So, yeah, I actually had to turn on two of my friends today. Because I was like, you know what? Today, I just can't. Yes. I, I, like, I just, I have so much... Because if I was going to hang out with them, then I would have had to cut out the walk I took this morning. And my walk and my time is very important to me. Because that's my only time I have, like, really by myself. Totally. And so I was like, you know what? I can't cut out that part of my day. I'm sorry. Like, I want to hang out with you. I know this is the only day that works for you, too. But it just it doesn't work for me. Yeah. No, it doesn't work. And, like, that's just life. But sometimes that's just how timing works out. There's a reason it does. Totally. I believe in the universe. It's got my back. I'm not being rude to them. I'm not, like, ignoring them. So, yeah. I've gotten really good that. at just being honest with people about, like, instead of, like, not necessarily I don't have time for that changing it to like well that's not a priority for me right because that's really what that is it's just not yeah yeah you're like that's not a priority for me and there's nothing wrong with that your priorities don't go align with theirs for sure like i would love to but like i can't do that right now i don't uh, something else i said too a lot of the time to people like when i was going through my breakup and and all of that is i would just be like i don't really have the headspace for that like, sometimes you don't. Yeah, because sometimes you just have so much going on in your head that you're like, yeah. I don't have room to have this conversation. Yeah. I'm not able to talk to you and be present right now. Yeah. And so just... And I realized when I showed up and was honest with people... They showed being honest with you. They're honest. And not only that, but, like, they accept it. I had this, like, deep fear because growing up, I, like, we, we talked about this. I wasn't really allowed to have privacy or have, like, my own thoughts necessarily or my own yeah. things. Like... It was always kind of controlled. Yeah. And so I kind of carried that with me and like every relationship, like even friendships or, or partnerships at work, right. like I was scared to just tell the truth. Yeah. And then it was really crazy because when I started to tell the truth, people are super receptive of it. There's no, yeah. but I was, I was not used to that. No. Not I was not used to speaking my truth and having it be accepted. For what no, it was. It's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, and so for me, it's really uncomfortable to speak my truth. But then to be around other people that are like, oh, that's totally fine. Or like, well, do you need help with something? And right. like, oh. Well, and when people tell you no, you don't care. No. But it's like when you say, it's like, oh my god, I feel so bad. Like, I know, why? and that's crazy. Like, when I ask you a question that's yes or no, that means I'm willing to accept either answer because I'm asking you. Right. I'm asking you your genuine, like, thoughts and answer on that. So that's where I'm at. Damn, I love it. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working through we're both, it. We're, we're both really, really trying hard too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, let's talk internal commitments. So, I it's just like a firm belief in me that anything that you radiate comes like from the deepest part of you within. Um, like something that like I'm gonna get tattooed on my neck. It's like beauty radiates from within. Because I truly believe it. Anything that you have, like, on the inside is just what's going to come out. It's so true. And that's what you're going to attract back. Because whatever you radiate into the world is the kind of energy that comes back to you, right? It's all about frequencies mm-hmm. in my world. Um, so internal commitments is mostly, like, commitments to yourself. Like, your inner being. Not necessarily, like, things that you do, like, going on walks, whatever. But, like, what you do to, like, make you feel good on the inside. So, like, self-talk. 
would be like an internal commitment, right? Like always like saying good things to yourself, being positive and radiant. I would say, or like how I have like post-it notes on my bathroom yes. mirror. I was just thinking that. As like <laughs> a reminder of like all of the things that I forget to tell myself. Yes. And so they're all of these like, you're becoming the woman of your dreams. Right. Or like, you know, like if you like there's one about like basically trusting the process like if you oh i am at ease knowing that was meant for me yeah will find me and that what misses me was not for me right and it's just like those simple things that we forget but when you just have like a post-it note on the mirror every morning that you read it helps it helps yeah i would even say like meditation i was gonna say for totally me ties in for you yeah Almost every morning, I, very first thing I do, I meditate. Yep. And I try to do, like, and, like, I'm up to, like, 15 minutes now. Pretty proud of myself. But, like, I normally do, like, a 10 to 15 minute meditation in the morning. And then I, like, get up, stretch my body, read my affirmations on the mirror, Mm -hmm. And then I put on a called Mind. It's an app. You guys should download it. M-I-N-D. And it's a free app right now. It's a free platform for, for now. We don't know. They don't know how long it's going to be free. Um, but it is amazing. And there's all these marks on there, of course. And Kylie's on there. That's his girlfriend. Um, cool. And she's amazing. Like, she is phenomenal the things that she talks about too um and there's people like Vienna Farron and there's just Brandon Collinsworth all of these like really powerful people and I put that on and listen to it in the morning and I typically try to listen to like two of them so I normally spend it's like almost an hour yeah that I'll listen to them and while I'm doing that I make my coffee because I'm working from home I'm a teacher So I set up my Google Classroom, I set up my computer while I'm listening to them, and I get it all done. That's awesome. And that's that's just like your background off yours. Yeah, that's just like... That's really important, too. It's super important. For your internal talk, if you're always watching, like, trash TV or, like, drama television, you're surrounding your entire world with that kind of talk. That's the language that's going through your subconscious. Totally. Because our subconscious, it absorbs everything. Yes. And then it filters what needs to go into our brains. So if you're only surrounding yourself with TV shows, music, things that are all dark or drama or all this and that, you're going to attract it into your life too. And on a side note, when Boundaries. you said subconscious, yes. you know how sometimes we've said you're unconscious? Yeah. That's not a thing. Your unconscious is when you're like asleep or like in a coma. Yep. Or like on anesthesia. Yes. It's actually your non-conscious is what I learned it's called. Through a podcast, of course, from Mark Rose. With this phenomenal doctor. I forget her name. I'll have to look it up. But she, like, it's, she's a, she's a, like, a psycho something doctor of... Psychosomatic. Seriously. But so great. So great. All these, like, biohacks that you do to, like, learn how to, like, when you're triggered by things, you basically, like, realize, okay, I'm feeling this way. And then you do, like, the exercises, and it helps you to work through them instead of reacting like a crazy person like I do sometimes. <laughs> okay, it happens. <laughs> it happens to all of us. I love it. But, yeah. So, for me, definitely, like, meditations in my yeah. mind. Um, Surrounding yourself talks. by healthy talks. Mm-hmm. If I don't, when I don't do that in the morning, I notice, like, a drastic difference in my day. Yeah. I would say, I, I can even tell when you come over and you haven't, like, taken care of yourself for the day. Yes. Because you have a lot more of, like, stuff you need to unload. Yeah. And you can't take as much in. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I'm totally, totally. the same way. And even, um, like, when I don't take Nala on her walks. Yeah. Because that was, like, a commitment that I made in January was to totally take her guilty. on a walk every day. Yeah. I feel super guilty. All day. It's in the back of your mind all day. It's all day. It's in and the back of my mind. And all I'm thinking about is how Nala's at home. And how Nala's at home, and I didn't take her for a walk, and I'm, like, the worst person in the whole world. Nala's her German Shepherd. She's really Nala's cute. my baby girl. She's my German Fun Shepherd. Fun fact, we all, we have only midget animals by accident. We have teeny animals. Like, her German Shepherd's a midget. She both my cats came from different places, randomly. <laughs> and they're both midgets. Like, 
know. We don't have full grown animals. We don't. No, it's just so weird. Like, how the fuck did we end up with three fucking midgets? I don't get it. Make it make sense. They're like so their small. legs are small. They're short. They're short. And people like, see my dog. She's five. And people see her and they're like, oh, puppy. I'm like, no, she's full grown. She's full grown. And she's 75 pounds. She just looks like she's 40. I don't know what to tell you for that. She's short. She is. She's and she's short. petite. I know. I don't like know how she's she super weighs. Thin. I, I would have never thought That's she That's what I'm that saying. Much. 75 pounds where? Half your head? I don't know. Like, bro, she's got a big old brain. She's Literally. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, like, where's where where 75 it? pounds? You, it's, it's all on her tail. She's got a pretty bushy tail. <laughs> it's in the tail. In the tail, man. I know. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I would definitely say for me it's kind of the same internally. It's just meditating, nice self-talk, um, and even like... Your instruments. Literally, I even say instruments really do help me um, mentally, definitely. Yeah. Just music in general. But it really has helped. Say that. Music, so you know, I've always been... I've never been a lyric person. I've always been a like kind of like vibe person like a beat person when it comes to music and i'm actually learning to be more of a lyric person lately like the music i've been listening to has really had like lyrics that resonate with me but i think part of that it is important to have music in your life that isn't just lyrics like to hear like just sounds and beats because it allows your thoughts in your head to come out freely and fluidly that's part of like meditating it's just with modern music. Didn't you talk about music therapy at one point? I'm sure I have. Like, wanting to, like, get into that or yeah. use that to, like, reach... Yeah, because... Like, just, students you were working with. Yeah, it was... Uh, well, it was, like, special needs. Yes, that's what um, it was. Music is super therapeutic for them. And it's crazy to see, like, the reaction from them when they can... You put on this, like, plain... It's like a chill ukulele beat. It's like instrumental. Yeah. It's amazing their reaction. Because like someone who's autistic, their brain is just moving so fast. And it's There's speed. actually science done that says like people with autism's brains are more developed. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And so there, it's like, you know, I think of it like a hamster wheel. Totally. Going in full speed. So whenever they have music, and let's say the wheel of that music is a little bit slower then their brain starts to move at that function of the music. Because like music creates vibration in our body. Yes. And it it like it, it it's an essence throughout our entire being. And so when you surround like the bubble of yourself with this music, then you kind of like form into it. And you're you, you know, like you know when you hear a really good beat mm-hmm. and you just kinda of wanna like dance? Because like the beat is so good you literally it's feel so it vibrating in you. From, like, your deepest being. One time I did an activity with my students where I put on a song, and I said, draw what you hear. I love that. I love that. And they were like, what do you mean draw what I hear? And and one of the kids was like, you just pick up the colors, and whatever you want to draw, you draw it. (laughs) It was like, pretty much, yeah, that's exactly like... That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I meant. Thank you for saying it in seven-year-old terms. Yeah. Um, But it's so true. Like, we... Music is just so healing. It really is. That's and part of my, like... I, yeah, it, it feels good. And, you know, it, it's not a show. It's literally just for healing. But that's part of, like, the commitments I've made to myself. Instead yeah. of, like you said, like, putting on trash TV, yeah. I do listen to music a lot more throughout right. my day. Instead of just having, like, nonsense in the background. No, literally. Even when I fall asleep, it's the same. Yeah. For, for a long time, I started listening to podcasts to fall asleep. Or like, uh, what's it called? Uh, when I had the Headspace app, which is a great app too. I just don't get it for free anymore. It's not working at Starbucks anymore. But yeah, I'm saying it's not still free. great. I mean, I, I don't know that I'd pay for it. But for that me, Mind app is free. I found someone's. I would say Mind is free. And an app called Insight Timer. All these daily meditations and everything's free it's on nice. both of those what? platforms. And then if you don't want to download an app, go on YouTube. Like, there's literally free, there's free shit everywhere. And literally type in, like, younger self meditation, self-love meditation, like, inner peace meditation, whatever you're that feeling, is. and you'll find something. Yeah, it's nice. And they have them for, like, two minutes. Yeah. It's good to just take, a, like, a mindful moment and just be with yourself. And start small. Like, me and Stephanie, we don't, like, put too many expectations on ourselves. No. Because, like we said, we have had issues with committing to things. Yeah, true. We've even talked about how proud we are of, like, that we've committed to this podcast. Yeah. 
and doing it every Tuesday we record. Right. And we like really like doing it. And yeah, and we like it's our night. Yep. And it's a commitment. And even like the person that I'm seeing like knows like Tuesdays are off limits. I mean tonight there was an exception because I'm leaving on a trip tomorrow. Right. But it's like but knows like typically I don't answer my phone Tuesday night. Like, I'll call you back after we're done, but it's probably going to be super late and you'll probably be asleep. And, like, just those, making that commitment to ourselves and to each other. Right. Has helped us to continue to, like, when we make commitments to ourselves to follow through. Yeah, it really, because this is something that helps us heal and grow. And we're putting out into the universe things that we're getting back now. Yeah. Which feels really good. And it really pushes me because I realize how closed off I really am to people. Yeah. I'm like, I love the shit out of people, but I don't necessarily like let them into me. Like I'll be there for them, yeah. but I have very few people that I just share with. Yeah. Which is why sometimes when I see you, I like word vomit, but. It's okay. It I've happens. learned how to inhale it. <laughs> just enjoy the ride. We both do it at times. Oh, bird, babe, bird. Yeah, we both do it at times. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the time. gross visual. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so, what the fuck you want? <laughs> Word. Um, so, moving forward from internal commitments, um, external commitments. For me, going on walks, it kind of actually aligns with both. Yeah. Because, like, on walks, I get, like, a lot of time to think. But also, like, it feels good. Like, it's hard. We, we both struggle with the, like, gym commitment and not being extremists. Because it's either, like, we work out all the time yes. or we completely don't work out at all. Yes. And so I'm really trying to be graceful with myself, but also know, like, I need to push myself a little bit more because I'm really not pushing myself. Yeah. Um, but working out genuinely, like, it gives me so much energy. Like, I last night I only slept for, like, six hours, but because I went on that walk this morning... I felt so energetic all day, and I felt really good about myself all day. And I think that like making those external commitments, they have to be coming from a place of no pressure, of like just genuinely being present. Like something that like I really value, just being present. Like I really want to feel good. Like I really just want to go on a walk. Yeah. And just recognizing it in that moment. Like I really just want to do this right now, so I'm just gonna do it. Which is hard to do because like planning just leads room for failure, it leads room for expectations, and we try to not put too many expectations on ourselves or activities that can go awry, um, but when you just live in the moment, then that walk just ends up being like exactly what you needed in that moment, Yeah. not just something you assume you're going to need, you know? And then like, build a habit based off that. Like you notice like, in the moment, every morning I have like this mood where I want to like go on a walk, so I'm start going to the walks every morning. And then if that doesn't feel right anymore, then stop going on walks in the morning. Yeah. If running feels better, or weightlifting, or gymnastics, whatever, maybe that starts feeling better, then do it. But just starting in the moment. Yeah. Do not make a plan. I think planning, when it comes to exercise, is the worst thing you could possibly do for yourself. Well, and like someone that I listen to often said that um, when you... Tell yourself, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning at 6:30. But then you set five alarms, and you snooze your first alarm at 6:30. You're essentially starting your day off lying to yourself. You're, you're not following through already with a commitment that you set to yourself. I'm gonna wake up at 6:30, and you didn't do it. So you're starting. And then the same thing. Yeah, like, and you're just not committing to yourself. And then like the same thing, like, oh, I'll work out after work. And then how many excuses do you talk yourself into throughout right. your day to tell you, like, oh, I don't need to right. work out? When it's like, if you really make a commitment to yourself, right, and you're like, well, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to work out. Like, you do it because that's what you told yourself right. and you want to follow through on your word. Well, yeah, instead of working out, because, like, I think people's idea most of the time of working out is, like, because, like, I want to lose weight. But, like, if you go back to it, like, why do people want to lose weight? Well, when you're thinner, right, in your eyes, either it's A for validation, right, for other people, or, like, maybe you feel good, right? Or, like, the basis of working out is just to feel good. Or, like, I like to work out because I like, I like how my body looks when I'm working out. Right. Naked. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, like, I like to look at myself naked after I work out. Right. Because I feel good about myself. Like, you feel pumped. Yeah. And that's why, like, the whole point. And when I don't work out. Right. 
I don't necessarily want to look at myself so naked. Like, you feel good for it because it makes you feel confident. Yeah, right? It balances exactly. that emotion. And so I think if we just get to the root of it, then it just makes it so much more achievable. Because at the end of the day, like, unless you have major health issues where you have to do these things, just take it at your own pace. Like, no fucking rush through life. You're gonna get where you need to be. You're destined to be where you're destined to be. So just, like, enjoy the ride. Totally. Follow the signs. Align with yourself. Follow the path that you're meant to take. Totally. Like, when I... I stopped, like... Probably, like, a couple weeks back. Um, when I, like, started re-going through some trauma. <laughs> when you went um, for a little dippity-doo. Yeah, when I went for a little dip back in time. Um, I stopped working out. And then I didn't get back on the bandwagon because then I was like shaming myself for like, well, you didn't work out all those days. And then even like the part of you that like rationalizes not working out. And then it's like, well, you already didn't work out yesterday. So what's the point? You know, like you like, you start doubting yourself. You're like, well, I didn't work out this week, but I'll work out next week. Yeah. And it's like, that is not committing to yourself. That is not like, again, if I wanted to, I would like, if I want to work out, Get your ass up and go lift the weights. Like literally, just live in that moment. Yeah. See how like, you feel. Put tomorrow. your ankle weights on. Like right. throw a band around right. your waist. Let's do Not your waist, your thighs, you know what I mean. Whatever, say so. Yeah, it's all good. Like <laughs> thighs. Say less. It's Here. so true. They really do, you guys. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, once you align, you know, once you align your internal commitments with and then with your external commitments for yourself. Then, me and Lou are learning, is when you can really start aligning your third-party commitments Yes. with other people. Because when you're not aligned with yourself and commitments that you need for you, it's really easy to flake on other people because you're not living for yourself. So then you get in the moment, and then it's like, well, I'm not in the headspace to hang out today because I didn't do the things that make me feel good. I didn't do the things that would allow me to hang out with you. I didn't commit things I said I was going to do. Nope. <laughs> it's so true. So now I can't commit to you. Sorry. The biggest in my like third party commitments, I think like the biggest change for me has been my little brother and sister and my students. Yeah. Like my little brother and sister, like, because kids, <laughs> they remember everything you say. <laughs> And so, so when you're like, oh yeah, I'll do that. They're really like on your ass to do it. Yeah, because they take everything you say as like a promise. Yeah. And my students really specifically, um, <laughs> they hold me so accountable and they do it in such a, like, I teach them how to like, I'm always like, speak oh, Miss Parsons is super forgetful, you guys. So like, remind me when you need to, but I speak them, I teach them how to speak their truth but also how to do it respectfully. So like, they never make me feel bad about forgetting something or if I didn't do something, but they like gently remind me, which is like, it's when someone holds you accountable, I feel like that is like one of the greatest forms of love. Yeah, it is. Because they're wanting you to be the best version of you. And the person who said that they were gonna follow through on their word. Yeah. Lou makes me do it. She does. What? I was gonna flake on someone. I don't remember what I did, but you said. Oh, I remember. You're like, and like, but you're a woman of your word. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's true. That's something we've been saying a lot to each other lately. Yeah. Um, cause even like yesterday when we were setting up her studio, yes. and she was like, oh yeah, I want like I want to order a window clean, and I was like, oh I could probably make that. She's like, you can? I was like, yeah, I'll have it. Or it was two days ago. And I was like, yeah, I can have it by like, you know, a day or two. Yeah. So then this morning when I showed up to the shop, I had the window clean done and I oh, had all these words. the words that are going in the picture frames. And those were all like last minute too. And the yeah, and it was all like, I did it like, like these this were morning. things that like we like planned out hell in advance. So it was like in the moment where I tell that someone. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I can do that. And I remember like. A small part of me when I woke up in the morning, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get all this done. I don't know if you have time. And then I was like, no, you, you follow, you said you were going to do it, do it, like figure it out, get it done. 
And it didn't yeah. take me very long. No. And then when I showed up, even Stephanie was like, you know, I wasn't sure if you were really going to have it. Like, you're a woman of your word. And yeah. it was just, it makes you feel really good when you start following through on commitments. Because I, for me, it's really mm-hmm. been a process of trusting myself. Yes. That you can actually do it. Yeah. Because yeah. I have not been able to trust many people in my life. Which then has been a reflection of, like, I don't think that I can trust myself because I have put myself in positions with people that are untrustworthy. So then I'm like, well, can I even trust my own judgment? Can I trust my own wants or my own needs? Can I trust this? Can I trust that? Yeah. First of all, my eyelashes. Pepper is filming with us. She's not a happy camper. She said, stop, Mom. Um, yes. I completely agree with you that... As soon as you start, like, trusting yourself, well, I think following through on your word to external commitments really does help you, or it's not external, sorry, third-party commitments, really does help you learn to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. So, like, all right, I can do this. Like, I'm about that shit. I'm that bitch. For real. Uh, Yeah, I, even me to, like, Lou, I mean, and I'm sure, I don't know how much I flaked when we were younger but even like we played on each other a lot i'm gonna say like i feel like we'd always say we were gonna hang out yeah. but like never would when it came down to it we didn't though no it was only one of those like serious situations mm-hmm. but now like i mean we've really committed to each other like yeah hanging out and i think it's because we both feel good about it mm-hmm. and if one of us isn't in the headspace like we can just audio message it and be fine and be like okay you know like today's just not my day but there's even been days where like we on a Tuesday where like Steph was super busy or like I was not in the right headspace and we still because we made the commitment we still ended up showing up and getting it done yeah and doing it and yeah, afterwards we were we felt so much better because we were like we committed to this process right and we, and we showed it. up it, yeah it really does like it moves us forward in such a special way it's so healing yeah like even fun fact we're double recording tonight. This is true. This is true. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We will both be on trips next week. Yeah. And so we were. We've seriously been setting up for tattoo studio for for. I've been there for two full days. She's in there for three or four full days. Yeah. And we were there till almost eight o'clock tonight. Right. And we were so tired. And then she went and moved furniture. Furniture. Oh my god. And then like I went and got us dinner and like. And then I went and, like, met up with my dude. And just, like, so long. I didn't even get over here until, like, 11 o'clock. After 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was like, we were dead. so tired. But yeah. because we made the commitment to this and we, like, got ourselves in the right headspace. And we meditated before, like, yeah. we always do. And we set our intentions. It feels good. And it's, like, it feels so good. Yeah. And we're so much more, like, awake and alive. But it's really because, like, we trust, like, I'm, I'm learning to really trust myself. Like, we said we were going right. to do it tonight, and we're doing it. And we'll get sleep tomorrow. Yeah, I'll sleep the whole plane ride. Yep. I'll sleep until I tattoo. Beautiful. <laughs> it's going to be great. Right. It really, it's really so, it's so dope to see how we've evolved. Because we've evolved together, too, which is just, like, it's just beautiful. And our commitments to other people, I mean, at least for me, I know you're still kind of struggling with it in some situations, but I feel like the majority of people, like, because you've started really committing to people and following through on your word, I feel like people are starting to do the same for you. Yeah. And I really feel like it's the same for me. Like, it's come full circle. Like, my mom, like, helping me paint. Like, she really came through and helped me paint. And even the people who aren't necessarily like coming through for me in the ways that I want them to because I've set boundaries boundaries because I've set boundaries with them and I've told them like listen this is how our relationship like for me to be in this relationship this is what I need from you and we can't talk about these things right and to have somebody else respect your boundaries oh so good is so fulfilling Feels so and intense. it's almost like okay, I don't need you. Like, I know you're not going to necessarily show up for me the way that I want you to, but the fact that you're respecting boundaries is amazing. Yeah, it's um, 
for me, it's always been hard to set boundaries because authenticity being what you can understand, right? Because authenticity and honesty are two of your core values. But authenticity is probably my biggest core value. And I don't ever want someone to not be themselves. But part of setting boundaries is that authenticity is most important internally. Yes. Then externally, then to third parties. For sure. And so I had to realize that, you know, one, the boundaries I'm setting might not even affect that person's authentic self. I think the boundaries I'm setting is what's bringing out their most authentic self Mm -hmm. and the part that they really want to show up for. Because the part that I need boundaries set from is usually someone's ego. It's not their intuition, right? It's not the part of them that is acting based on, like, gut feeling instinct. It's the part of them that's acting based on, like, well, I know better than you or how they were raised or whatever. And so I think as I've, like, evolved as an adult, um, setting boundaries, even just, like, within commitments is really important. Totally. Because you have to... You have to set yourself up from within. Yes. It's so true. And for someone who was raised with, like, unhealthy boundaries... Yes. Agreed. It's really hard for me, I've realized. Um, I was super codependent in my last relationship. And it's super hard for me, I've realized, to accept other people's boundaries like when they have healthy boundaries at times because it's new for me I agree I can see that even in some like not really like relationships because I always end up being like a caretaker so I always be the one that fucking set boundaries (laughs) but um definitely in friendships yeah because I've now that I'm like evolving right I'm not everybody's cup of tea right my full authentic self might not align with someone else because like my ego still comes out too we all got one. Yeah. And so, it, it can be really hard to, like, have other people set boundaries on you. It doesn't always feel good. No. But then I have to, like, reflect on myself. Like, okay, well, is that really an authentic version of me? Or is that a piece of me that's part of my ego coming For out? Sure. You know? For me, yeah, it's a huge part of my ego because, yeah, I want someone who's authentic and honest and has respectful communication. And then... I find somebody who has all those qualities, but because they have healthy boundaries, I'm like, this is stupid. This isn't working for me. It's not my vibe. This is not for me. Or like, I should just, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, I should go see somebody else because I'm irritated or whatever, you know, like stupid shit. And then all of a sudden you step back, like the unhealed parts of you say those things. Right. But then you step back for a second and you're like, oh my God, this is literally everything I've ever wanted, but I just don't know what healthy boundaries necessarily look like. And I've never had someone respectfully communicate their boundaries and just be like, look, this is what it is. Right. You look at yourself for like your whole picture and you're like, shit. Yeah. Sometimes it's like really uncomfortable when like somebody, like essentially like it feels like they're like holding a mirror up to you. Right. So that you have to like look at yourself. Right. It's and you're true. like, oh shit, yeah, that's me. That's a me problem, not a you problem. My bad. No. <laughs> I thought that was a you issue. Yeah. It's a me that's issue. Me issue. <laughs> it's an us issue because we both got shit we got to work on. Well, right, for sure. I feel like um, something we didn't plan on talking about, but I'm going to throw it out there because it's really coming to mind. Um, work commitments versus like personal commitments. Mm-hmm. And. I feel like when, so like, for some perspective, me working in corporate for five years, um, my work commitments would always trump my personal commitments because at the end of the day, my job was my livelihood. And if, like, I was a store manager, so if something Very true. shit Seth happened, a lot of family, a lot, all the time, because yeah. like I had to work holidays because mm-hmm. I was about my team. And I had to do this and that. And it wasn't until I started tattooing that I really realized, like, everything I was missing out on. And I think part of, like, aligning with your fullest and most highest self is any job you have that you're truly, like, meant to, destined to be, 
would never challenge your personal commitments. Yes. The things that are best for your authentic self. And if your current job is consistently taking precedence over the things that truly matter to you and your core values, then it's time to reevaluate, is that job really for you? Because money doesn't talk. We need money to pay our bills. And that's it. But like, it's like, that's it. Because like we talked about last week, at the end of the day, if something happened to you, your job would hold a 10, 15 minute meeting, Yep. Tell the employees their resources. Yeah. Offer them a counselor on site, maybe. And then start filling your position. Quite literally. I mean, I mean, their next step would literally, they would put your position online probably before they even told your coworkers. The concept of money is just like, it's so wild to me. It's a flammable piece of paper. And then we have these, like... But so many people put their worth into it. Literally. We have these (laughs) digital accounts... Yeah. ...that you can't see or touch. I mean, just imagine, for, like, a second, if the entire world, all of our internet and shit just got, like, blacked out. Like, what what skills do you have? Well, that's what they've talked about. How would you garter? What the fuck would you do? That's... They've talked about that before. Like, if people really wanted to, like, fuck with us, like, what? They should go after the internet. I mean, everything we do is online. Our banking. Everything. It's very media. scary. Our cards, everything. Everything's connected. Yeah. And I maybe that's why I just, like, don't give a shit about money anymore. The less I give a shit, the more that comes to me, so. Very true. I'm about that. It's super but true. I think when you set the intention behind the product, but not about, like, the experience, right, that you're wanting... Or, I mean, I mean, product's not. The outcome, sorry. When you set your intention behind the outcome you want, but not about, like, the process to get it, I just feel like you don't receive what you're really, like, truly looking for. If you know your why behind the things that you do. Yeah. Like, that is the one, like, you're the most successful. I completely agree. If you're able to say, like, this is why I'm doing that. This is what that's for. This is why I did that. Well, can't you always tell when you go somewhere, like, even at Starbucks, like, who the most passionate person is? Like, the one, like, when I wanted to be a star, I mean, you know, we talked about this last episode. I'm an extremist. um, And I was always, like, very driven in my career. And so even when I wanted to be a store manager, I mean, in my, they basically, I was the newest shift supervisor at my store. The other ones have been there for like 15 years and I was a shift supervisor for three months. I wanted to be a store manager. Like a shift supervisor for me was not a permanent role. It was like, no, I just want to be a store manager, but I have to go through this to get there. So literally, so I was a brand new shift and I got put in these, they're called like hypo shift class, like high performing shifts, brand new shift. Everybody in my class had been at the company at a min- for a minimum of five years. The, the longest one I think had been there for like 18 years, right? And these are people from all over like our districts in like the Bay Area, in the East Bay, right? So I'm the newest person in there. Literally, I was the first one to get promoted to store manager. And one other reason why, because when I was developing to be a store manager, the reason I wanted to be a manager is because I read all three of Howard Schultz's books. I remember that. And I was so passionate about his dream. I was so inspired by it, by everything. I'm literally getting emotional. <laughs> uh, um, I don't cry, so this is weird. Um, but Which we talked about in the last episode. Literally, I don't. Um, but I was so inspired by his story and how he came to be, and a lot of it really resonated with me. And because of that, like, that's what I spoke to. I didn't speak about the numbers I could achieve. I didn't speak about or like the Google, people I coached. Or Google, like, best answers to say no. when you want to be a manager. No, literally, <laughs> no. No, I never have, I've never prepared for an interview. I mean, I'd, like, go over, like, things that I, like, have accomplished, mm-hmm. 
but anything I've ever studied, I've never said, like, I've never said in an interview, because it was never relevant. Yeah. Because what you truly follow, like, your soul and your desire, and you just have love for, like, the actual being, that's what's going to get you the numbers. My first couple stores I managed, they had decent numbers. Like, I rose them, so, like, that was good. But the ones that I literally, like, flipped, that, like, the numbers nearly doubled, were the ones where I was passionate about the people. Because we all had fun working, and we enjoyed it. Not, not to say, like, I had moments where I was a hard-ass, right? Because, like, you know, but when I was ending my Starbucks career, it was I was going through a rough time in my life. But it just goes to show, like, when you set your intention behind what truly matters, which is, like, purpose, being authentic, being your best version of yourself, everything else always works out for you. It's so true. When you stop worrying, like, in my class, I mean, I could have sat there and worried about every other person. Right. They've been here for 18 years. They're going to get promoted for me. But, like, also, they've been there for 18 years and not promoted yet, so. Right. You're on this flip side. Yeah. Look at, <laughs> look at every angle of that. Yeah. And I had all these people in there that were, like, cocky and this and that. And, and there's the ones that always raise their hands in class. The ones that never do, right? And there's always, just like, all that. And it's like, I'm not going to put on a show. I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. And... Honestly, like, reading and talking about those books, I guarantee that's what got me promoted. Oh, I'm sure. Because then I applied it, and then when I trained people, I'd talk about it, and then I'd tell my store about it. And then it's like, they stopped working at Starbucks for free Starbucks. They started working at Starbucks because they love the company. They love who it came from. They're on board with the vision. Yep. Yeah. And that's more important. Totally. And that's why I stayed underpaid for so long, because I was on, I was on board with the vision, but the vision definitely changed. <laughs> within the company and that's okay well and your vision changed for yourself too completely it worked out beautifully yeah because it it really pushed me to come here and look where I am yeah pretty fucking ecstatic beautiful <laughs> yeah it's crazy commitment starts internally so start with yourself start with yourself learn how to set boundaries yes. even with yourself like we talked about like yes not working all the time not yes not like going to the gym all the time for like yes. external validation for outside things balance but it's like but just finding balance yeah and at the end of the day like if you want to do something do it yep. like make it happen Literally. put a plan into place do it just step out of your comfort zone for like five minutes so like i want to start exercising Get your ass up off the couch right now and go walk around for 10 minutes. Start small. No, literally. Like, it doesn't have to be some no. huge, extraordinary, crash yes. diet, like, no. super intense, whatever. It's like, just start small. Make a commitment to yourself that yes. you know you can follow through with so you can build trust with yourself right. and then go from there. Do what makes you feel good in the yeah. moment all the time. Totally. If you're always doing what makes you feel good in the moment, and we're talking about your intuition, not your ego. Yeah. Right, your heart, your soul, not your fucking bringing, yeah. telling you, oh, I need this food because I feel better if yeah, I don't eat do this. That. That's not. That's Because I'm, I'm loved if I eat fucking McDonald's. Nah, bitch, you're not yeah. loved if you eat McDonald's. No. We know. We're not. Mm -hmm. We've been there. Been there, done that. We be, we still be getting Jack in the Box tacos. We're drunk, okay. Word. But like munchie meals. Fuck. That's the shit. <laughs> shit hits different. When you're drunk, like after. But night, I feel oh, so terrible the other day. But oh, I don't. In the oh my god, when I eat that shit. Beautiful. Oh my god, I swear to god, my stomach literally explodes inside of me. It's terrible. <laughs> and then I wake up and I just like gonna die. You're like, what did I eat? Oh, yeah, Jack in the like, Box. Fuck, every time you eat Jack in the Box, that fucks me up. <laughs> um, so I just don't fuck with that shit no more. But, again, it doesn't make me feel good. It makes you feel great, so go yeah. for it. Don't make me feel good, so I just don't do it. Yeah, but, but that's like a good. You're setting a boundary with yourself. Yep. It's true. Like, oh, I'm, that doesn't make me feel good, so I'm not gonna That do was it. a hard one to break, was like, <sighs> Or to keep the boundary of, like, not eating, like, shit when I'm drunk. Because when, when you're drunk, you're just fucking craving everything. It's very true. That's like, I and then you like, like snacks here that are, like, And then you start drink. to, like, rationalize your choices oh, because you're drunk. So. You're like, well, I'm, I drink a lot, so I should eat that. Right. Even setting boundaries of just, like, me drinking. It's like, yeah. I don't have an issue with drinking by any means, but, like... I live in the moment, so I could be drinking every day if I don't, like, no, for watch sure. myself. You no, know? I could, too. I could go home sometimes and, like, pour a glass of wine, and then I'm like, oh, shit, did I drink every night this week? 
Right. And it's never intentional. I just... Yeah, it's like... In the moment, you don't think about the past. Yeah. So I feel like... But then moving forward, I'm like, maybe that's not, like, the best boundary for myself. Right. Like, maybe I should so cut I'm relying back. on this. Yeah. Like, why am I coming home stressed out every day? Yeah. But I need a glass of wine. Yeah. Like, why do I want to walk? Or, like, if you're feeling lonely, and you're like, oh, I should drink a glass of wine. Like, maybe reach out to a human for some connection. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have a rule of thumb with drinking, and I only do it Better. when I'm happy. Yes. I never, like, if I have a stressful last day, or a bunch of shit going on, I don't. I won't drink. There's a movie with Reese Witherspoon where she says something along the lines of, like, my dad always told me to only drink when you're happy and you have something to celebrate. Yeah. Because, like, when you drink, for your sa- when, you drink when you're sad, you're drinking for other reasons. Like, it's true. <laughs> That's how it becomes a problem. Yeah. Do shit. Do shit for when you're happy. I love that. It's very true. Oh, okay. Well, me and Lou are fucking. I'm dead boys. <laughs> We're tired. This is beautiful. Thank you so much. We're so happy. Our energy is a little, us. little lower today. Um, we're just as bubbly as ever, but not even energy. It's just our voices. Yeah, our voices. Our voices are, so are a little low. lower. Just because it, it's been a long day, but we're really happy you came. We're, we're so appreciative here. that you're here. Yeah. Email us, message us, DM us, Please. whatever your heart desires. We oh, would love baby. to know your thoughts, um, yes. even things that you've struggled with committing to yourself, or like if you decided while you're listening to this to start to make a new commitment to you, like share that with yeah. us. We would love to know. We love, I just love when people share shit. I really do. We got a message today. Yes. From one of our podcast listeners. Yes. And it was just such a beautiful reminder to us of, like, why we do what we do. Because it's, like, literally one person that's all we asked for. Yeah. That's it. We just want at least one person. That was all we said. was, like, we just want one person to, like, listen to this and know that they're not alone. That healing is possible. And that, like, you can start today and you can change. And you can commit to yourself. You can trust yourself. Feel like your best. If you want to, do it. But remember, if you wanted to, you would. You would just do it. If you wanted to do it, you just would. Do it. Just do it. And remember, we can't repair in the absence of responsibility. Nope. So look in the mirror. Like take responsibility for shit. But then give yourself some grace and move forward. Period. I love you. We're so happy you're here. We love you. Check us out Instagram, email, whatever. Check it out in the bio. We love you. Have a great night. See you next week. Right. Good night.